Hey, what's going on? It's Dr. Mike T. Nelson from Not Just Another Fitness Podcast for Fitness Geeks Only. This week we are talking about protein and some of the myths that don't seem to die regarding protein. So today will be a little bit shorter than yesterday, so we're just going to hop right into the myths. So today's myth is that too much protein will damage your kidneys. So if you're doing too much protein, your kidneys will be damaged. You're going to fly out the side of your back and cause all sorts of havoc the next time you do deadlifts. And as you figured out, that is not true. Now, again, for this one, we are talking about healthy individuals. We're not talking about certain types of pathologies or renal issues or things of that nature. We are just talking about for the average healthy person listening in. So the, the big thing with this one is we need to differentiate work versus damage. So you notice I said in the myth that too much protein will damage kidneys. Now it is true that if you have more protein coming in, <clears throat> that your kidneys will have to do more work. Now again, this is necessarily a bad thing. If I go to the gym and for whatever reasons get a wild hair up my ass and start to do bicep curls, my right bicep will actually be damaged. If I were to take a chunk of tissue out of it after doing some crazy bicep work, uh, I actually did this. I was on a, a cruise with the Kerrig Institute uh, last year. Uh, my buddy Freddy's, who has very big arms, said, hey, we're going to do some arm training today. So like an idiot, I said, okay, whatever you want to do. And I don't generally do a lot of arm training. I do some here and there, but mostly just for grip sport and for some dinny lifts. Um, and we ended up doing, uh, I think it was sets of a 10 with the old school, what they call run the rack. So we started with just the, <clears throat> I think we started with just the five pound dumbbells. We did our 10 reps and then he went and then I went. And then we went up to the next one, the 10 pound ones. And we did that, stopping at every five pound increment all the way up to, I think we maxed out at just the 40s or 45s. And at the end there, if we were not able to complete the reps, your partner would then help assist you with a few reps. And then we went all the way back down the rack again. So once we got to our top weight using the 45s, then we did the same sets using 40s and then 35s and all the way back down again. So this took us quite a while actually, and of course this is what big nerds do on the, when they're spending time on a cruise ship. Uh, but our arms were incredibly sore for, had mine were sore for about like five days, six days after. Um, and if we were to pull out muscle tissue from our fun little experiment there, you would see that the fibers were very much damaged. Now, again, the body's going to go in and it's going to clean that up and it's going to replace it because it says, oh, my gosh, look at all this stress and all this damage. This nut job might go back and do this again. So we got to build up all this muscle tissue to make sure we can handle it again. So very similar, your kidneys, when they are doing more work within reason, will actually get bigger and get a little bit hypertrophied. <clears throat> so there is... 
some data to show that as you consume more protein, uh, your kidneys will be a little bit bigger. Now, again, that is not necessarily a bad thing. So if you're going to your physician, which you should be to get your blood work done, a couple things they will look at are something called the GFR, glomerular filtration rate, and another marker called creatinine. So not creatine, but creatinine. Have you ever heard of a case of something called rhabdomyolysis? That is where you have way too much breakdown of <clears throat> muscle tissue, normally from extreme environments and a crazy amount of work that you're not accustomed to. Vast majority of the time, it's where you're doing full body type exercises. So your body is literally just tearing down a ton of muscle. And what happens then is it can literally start to quote unquote clog up your kidneys. Worst case, you could actually have kidney failure and you could potentially even die from that. Now, the good part is it's relatively rare, but sadly it does happen. So that's a case where your kidneys are just way overwhelmed with too much work and they definitely will have an issue if that happens. So one of the markers they'll look at is creatinine or CK levels. Creatine kinase is another marker that we can look for a blood test to get an idea of how much tissue is being broken down. So you break down these little muscle fibers and they spill out this creatine kinase into the blood and that is a marker of muscle damage. So things like that we can look and see about, you know, directly with the kidneys or kind of infer how much work they are doing. Now again, more work does not necessarily mean a bad thing. If we wanna look at something related to kidney damage, we would need a marker called microalbumin. So that is a direct marker looking at damage to the kidneys themselves. So uh, one study they did by, it was from Dr. Jose Antonio. Uh, this is a high protein diet, had no harmful effects. A one year crossover study in resistance trained males. This is from the Journal of Nutrition and Metabolism, volume 2016, published in 2016. Now in this study, they said, quote, resistance trained men consumed a high protein diet. Now this was 2.5 to 3.3 grams per kg per day for one year. We'll come back to what those numbers are. Uh, there was no harmful effect in measures on blood lipids as well as liver or kidney function. So with this study, if you're a 100 gram dude bro and you're at the high end, the 3.3 grams per kg per day, that's about 330 grams of protein consumed per day. <clears throat> Now, I do agree with my buddy, Dr. Ben House, that this is a kind of self-report uh, study. So do we know for sure was a protein really that high? I would say probably not, but this is one of the better data that we have looking directly at high amounts of protein in healthy lifters, and we are not seeing any negative effects of that. And then I also just think of just the old you know, kind of this thought experiment of, man, there's a lot of people out there that are probably reading more protein than what they need to. Again, at the end of the series, we'll tell you how much you would need. And we're not seeing just chronic kidney failure showing up at all. Like even case reports, 
of kidney issues with high protein diets are very slim to none. So just in terms of anecdotal reports and case studies, which I know is a lower form of evidence, we're just really not seeing much effects in that area. So it does kind of give us some support for data that protein in healthy individuals not directly going to damage the kidneys. Uh, another colleague, uh, Dr. Lonnie Lowry, you can listen to us with Coach Phil Stevens on Iron Radio. A few years ago, we actually worked in uh, Dr. Lonnie and Dr. Jose Antonio were the editors of this book uh, from CRC Press, Resistance Exercise and Dietary Protein. So there's a whole book on that if you want to go crazy and look at it. Uh, it's still, I think, probably the main book on dietary protein and resistance exercise. And we have a whole bunch of data in there about um, markers of kidney function. And in general, we don't really see that high amounts of protein will damage the kidneys. Now, the caveat I will say with this is if you come back from your physician and they are worried about your kidney markers and tell you to eat a low protein diet, what I would consider doing if it was me, which again, this is not medical advice, um, but what I would do is I'd probably taper off high amounts of protein for a day or two before. I would not do a lot of weight training for 24 to 48 hours before, because right? we know that that can increase the amount of kidney work. Um, supplements like creatine, although they have an incredibly high safety record, I probably would not consume those for one or two days before. And then I would have the test done again, making sure you're also well hydrated. If your markers are still high at that point, then talk to your physician about what other more in-depth tests you would want to run to see what's going on. But from what I've seen, most of the time, the tests will show back to a normal range again. So if you're concerned about that, Usually before uh, clients have any blood work done through their physician, I'd recommend that they don't train at least a day before, maybe even 48 hours before, and try to replicate that exact same scenario each time. So uh, myth number two, will eating high amounts of protein damage your kidneys? That is false. If you want more information on protein plus seven other different interventions related to nutrition and recovery, uh, check out the Flex Diet Cert, which is uh, flexdiet.com, F-L-E-X-D-I-E-T.com. It's a certification I put together uh, taking the top eight interventions for recovery and nutrition. We're ranking them. And then each one of the interventions, we have a one-hour video that gives you the breakdown of everything you would need to know about that particular topic. There's an ongoing video series related to the concept of flexible dieting with metabolic flexibility. And then we have it broken down into five specific action items that you would use with clients for each one of the interventions. So if you want more information on that, go to flexdiet.com. Thank you.